Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to episode 39 of the GMAD Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we are joined by a much familiar guest, uh, Dylan Waxman. Hello. Yeah, all right, so today we are going to be uh, doing a combination of things. Um, the first half of the podcast, we will be doing, um, we will be going through and naming each of the, um, or each of the quote-unquote major um coaching positions um and giving a grade for each one then we'll give an overall um grade um for the entire coaching staff then in the second half we will do um some uh off-season predictions for the giants uh one free agency one draft and one just um kind of random um so, yeah, so uh, without further ado, uh, we can get into it here. Um, however, before we start today, I'd like to thank our uh, sponsor for this episode and all episodes of the GMN Journal podcast, Chris J. Vaccarelli. If you're a small business and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Vaccarelli CPA. Chris J. Vaccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, so big thanks to him for uh, coming out and sponsoring uh, this episode, um, as he does always. So uh, shout out to him. Um, but we will get into it here. Um. So we are going to start with the head coach of the New York Giants, um, Joe Judge, everyone's favorite person. Yeah. All right. So why don't we, uh, you go ahead and give your grade for this hire? Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's a bad hire. I think he's probably way better than Pat Shermer. I mean, how are you not? Um, I think like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't love it because nobody's really ever heard of him before. He got hired. Um, I gave it a C plus. The more I think about it, maybe it's something more like a B, B minus. But I don't, I don't know. I, I don't love it. I think the Giants don't ever really have like notable head coaching. Like Shermer wasn't so known, and Ben McAdoo was not known or good. But I don't know. I think he might be better than past Giants coaches in this deck or this past decade um so i give it a c plus like c plus really isn't that bad could have given it worse yeah so you know i think uh overall basically same thing here um except i gave a b minus basically slightly better uh you know not an incredibly different grade there uh but you know, we'll move on to the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett. So I'll give my um, grade first on this one. I think we actually have the same grade for this one. Um, I have a B for this uh, just because I think overall wasn't an awful hire. Um, I think, you know, they, they could have done, got, uh, done uh, worse, uh, especially someone that has lots of offensive uh, coordinating experience as well as head coaching experience. So you can, uh, you know, kind of bring that um, leadership to an offense. Um, so, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, have um, a leadership role or have had leadership roles in the past. So, um, you know, I think that this is someone that this is a coaching staff that um, can present a lot of leadership. Um, but anyway, staying on topic, um, I give them a B. Dill, what's your grade? So I gave former Dallas Cowboys head coach. Um, met you once, Jason Garrett. You were an interesting guy. You just waved and said hello and went on with your life. But 
Um, I like this hire. No, I don't like this hire, but I kind of like it just because we know, like, we all, he didn't win a Super Bowl or have major playoff success, but he was never really until this season considered a bad coach. You agree with that? I mean, yeah, for the most part. That's why I decided to give him B. I like I, if I really felt if he had any playoff success, I would have probably gave him hint, maybe like B plus, maybe A minus, but he nothing. So it was a B. All right, so we will move on here to defensive coordinator slash assistant head coach Patrick Graham. Um, why don't you give your grade first? I'm not going to lie. I didn't know too much about this guy. Um, researched him a bit before the podcast. Uh, seems decent. I decided to give him a B as well, or as well as Jason Garrett. Um, yeah. Ben? Yeah, all right, so uh, this guy was uh, with the Dolphins last year and uh, a few years before that, um, but anyway, I gave this hire an A. Um, you know, I think Patrick Graham you know, did what he could um, with a pretty awful pa- uh, Dolphins defense. It wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, and he coached, or not coached, but he assisted on teams that weren't that bad in years in the past. Like that Dolphins team was a mess and they were trying to tank. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a bad hire, which is why I gave it a B. B's like average, maybe a bit above average. Yeah, um I think um I think the reason I gave this hire in A uh was because um you know honestly uh, you know I don't know so much that the guy himself you know, I you know, obviously haven't seen him coach a lot of games, but I don't know that it's so much uh, the fact that you know he's a great coach, or presumably is a pretty decent coach. The fact that their defense is so bad, and they really need a change of scheme and a change of leadership, and a change of a lot of other things. Um, you know, so um, you know this is a good start. So he should bring um, a new scheme. Uh, he kind of mixes it up between a three four and a four three. So um, you know a little mixing it up uh, should at least help this um, defense out a little bit. Now we'll move on to special teams coach Thomas McGaughy. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Yeah, that was potentially a big butcher. Um, once again, didn't know too much about the guy, so I decided to give him a. B minus. Yeah, um, I I gave this guy um a B plus. Um, you know, I feel like that was kind of the you know like average hire um for me. Um, I mean, he was on he you know he was the um he was there uh, last year. He was the special teams assistant uh, last year. Now promoted to the special teams coordinator this year. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say there. Um, so. Now we will move on to our overall grades for this coaching staff. Um, just overall, we averaged out our grades. Uh, so, Dill, why don't you go first on your grade? Um, I gave average grade a B minus. It's a decent coaching staff. Um, it's not great, but it's probably better than last year because Pat Shermer sucks. Yeah, you know, kind of definitely a better coaching staff than last year, uh, which is kind of hard not to be, uh, you know, with, that was really not a good coaching staff last year, but anyway, um, I gave this a B slightly better than Dylan, um, but, you know, overall, um, you know, 
is what it is. Um, so if you don't have anything else to say, we will um, head into commercial break here. Commercial break. <laughs> okay. Alright, so um so we'll head into commercial break. Uh, right after this, we will move on to our off season predictions. Uh alright, so we will be back in just a moment. Hey New York Giants fans, this is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. If you've made organization your goal for 2020, reach out to the Closet Pack Rat and we can help you reach that goal. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the Closet Pack Rat. All right, Giants fans who are back listening to the second half of episode 39 of the G-Man Journal podcast. Um, so, uh, you know, just um, before we did um, our uh, grades for the coaching staff and kind of reviewed the coaching staff. So now we will be going into um, our offseason prediction. So just to give you an outlook on what the format is, um, we each um, made three off-season predictions. Um, one had to um, had to be uh, related to free agency. Uh, another had to be related to um, the draft, and the other one um, could be um, you know anything um, um, that we wanted. You know, obviously uh, in relation uh, to the Giants. So we will start off with um, our free agency ones. Um, so I will go first. Um, so my prediction is that they will not sign, um, or the Giants will not sign a single offensive lineman. So this might, could, is arguably their biggest position of need. You could argue the edge, um, the secondary, um, all those. Yeah, basically. Um, but, you know, overall, um, you know, so... Um, I think that, um, anyway, uh, I think that my reasoning behind this is that, um, there's, this is a stacked offensive lineman draft class. You could easily trade back, try to somehow get yourself two first round picks. We were looking at it earlier. I mean, I guess if you want to give up the number four pick to someone like the Raiders who have two picks, somehow try to get those. I don't know. I don't necessarily see the Raiders being interested in moving up, but if they were to, that could um, you know be a possibility there. And I know I'm leaking into um, my draft prediction here, but um, but um, I think that um, you know this is stacked class um, of offensive linemen, so you could potentially get. Two offensive linemen in this draft. Dolphins have three, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so I don't necessarily see it to be that logical to sign an offensive lineman in free agency. I think you should, you should, um, you should, I think that they should basically, you know, work on improving this defense with all this cap room and then attack the offensive lineman situation. Um, in the draft, but anyway, um, we will move on to Dylan's um, free agency prediction. Go ahead, Dill. Okay, so my free agency prediction, as I stabbed myself with the pencil, um, is that they will kind of take like the 2016 free agency approach. And now they kind of went all out that year, um, signed Olivier Vernon, um, 
signed Janaris Jenkins, signed Damon Harrison, spent a lot of money, and they were 11-5. I'm not saying the Giants are going to be a playoff team next year. I am saying they're going to do like somewhat of an approach like that, like try to sign some guys on defense, whether they work and they're decent next year or they suck and they still suck next year. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, now, for me, I will do my draft prediction first. My draft prediction is they're going to pull, like, a kind of move, like, we thought at least it was the move last year. Like, take the best offensive lineman on the board, which is what we think they're going to take. We kind of thought they were going to take a quarterback, but probably not take the best one. Now, I think, in my opinion, is that Jedrick Wills is the best offensive lineman on the board. Um, after, after that, I think it's either McKee Beckton Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Uh, maybe Tristan Wirfs, maybe Andrew Thomas. So I think they're going to take one of those guys and just look like an absolute joke once again. Um, now your draft. Yeah, so I'll do my draft prediction, and that would be um, that the Giants will trade back from the number four pick. I just think, um, as I previously talked about, it makes uh, more sense. Give your chance or give yourself um, a better opportunity to. Um, to um to uh get multiple offensive linemen um in this draft class um yeah so that's that's basically um my prediction my prediction there um do you want me to do my other now or do you want to do your other uh i'll do mine okay okay um so for mine I will go with. Um, I will go with the fact for that the Giants. I don't think the this division isn't good. Redskins probably get Chase Young. Eagles, Cowboys probably barely improve. I think the, I, as I said, I think the Giants are potentially going to make a big improvement in free agency and the draft. I think the Giants, at least in some polls, will go with will be NFC East favorites going into next year. It's bold. It's bold. It's almost as it's the most bold prediction I've made this weekend, and I've made two big ones. Uh, yeah, and what he's referring to there would be um, we did a um, a episode on his uh, podcast, the DW podcast. Um, I say it a lot, and I'll say it again. Um, if you have not um, checked that out um, yet, please do so. Uh, another great podcast there. Um, but anyway, I will move on to my other prediction, and that would be that the Giants um, will make uh, a player trade, um, not just necessarily um, a draft pick trade. Could be with someone like the Raiders, could be someone with, like, um, the the Dolphins, something like that, but what I mean by that is that um, they can... Um, they will, uh, you know, trade a player, whether that's receiving or um, or sending out um, a player of any possession. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I have exact um, predictions um, at this moment. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that's my prediction there. Um, not much else to say as far as that goes. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, I think we are going to also be doing another episode of Dylan's um, podcast um, with some sort of um, a, mock, a mock draft. Yeah, we'll um, next. 
I think we're gonna like do it randomly, like do some randomizer. If not, we'll just take turns. Um, make sure to check that out. And yeah, yeah. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, um, that will basically wrap it up. Um, I you know I've said it a lot, but you know I'm going to say it once again. Uh, I will be uh, continuing this podcast. Uh, throughout the off season, so please continue to listen and support. Um, so you know whether that's big free agent signings, plan to do a lot with the draft, whether it's mock drafts, whatever it might be. Um, and then you know try to get creative um, as we move into the summer and we kind of go through a dead stretch. Um, but I will you know at least try to do one every week, if not every other week, something like that. Just give you something. Uh, to listen to there, but other than that, that will wrap it up. Uh, not quite sure when I will be back, but probably will be um, sometime within the next week, uh, week and a half range. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening, and bye bye.